0: hallelujah 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 this is the day that the lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it i'm excited about being in the land of the living i'm excited that god has given us one more opportunity hallelujah to bless the name of the Lord come on and praise the Lord with me come on and lift up holy hands and bless the Lord know ye that the Lord he is good hallelujah we thank God for his marvelous acts we thank God for who he is and where he is and what God is doing in our lives what God is doing in my life what God is doing in your life what God is doing in all of our lives I am amazed on the many, many, many signs, wonders and miracles that yet God is doing throughout the land. I'm excited because the devil is doing exactly what he was is supposed to do. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Exactly what he's supposed to do. And I thank God for Jesus Christ, how Jesus looked beyond all of our faults my fault, and see our need. Oh, man, the Lord is good on today. I was humming a little song, Amen, uh, before we went live today. I don't know if you could help me uh, move into it a little bit. It's just glory, glory, hallelujah, since I've laid my burdens down. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah since i've laid my burdens down burdens down lord burdens down lord since i've laid my burdens down glory glory hallelujah since i've laid my burdens down. Friends don't treat me like they used to since I've laid my burdens down. Friends don't treat me like they used to since I've laid my burdens down. You know we don't we don't really really gravitate to the Mm, old time mm, praise songs hallelujah they were short they were simple they were direct they were proclamations hallelujah proclaiming the goodness of Jesus hallelujah songs like praise him praise him praise him praise him jesus blessed savior he's worthy to be praised come on and praise him hallelujah praise him thank you jesus praise him praise him him. jesus Blessed Savior, He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. He's worthy to be Praise, come on, and praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise him. Glory to God. Praise him. Praise him. Jesus, blessed Savior, he's worthy to be praised. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Come on and bless the Lord with me. God is good and greatly to be praised. Amen. The church of God in Christ under the leadership of our presiding bishop, Bishop J. Drew Sheard. Praise God. We are in days of prayer. Days of prayer. Hallelujah. Ten weeks of prayer. Praise God. Prayer was led today by the ultimate supervisor of women, Mother Dr. Barbara Baku Lewis, amen, and the women of our church, an excited anointing time. Praise God. Prayer was opened up by our very own presiding Bishop J. Drew Sheard. We're excited about that, amen, and it was closed by our presiding Bishop J. Drew Sheard. We praise and we thank God. We praise and we thank God. We praise and we thank God for the direction of our church. We praise and we thank God. And we lift up holy hands in the sanctuary about what God is doing. Hallelujah. 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 Our scripture, amen, with 2nd Chronicles 13 and 14. Praise God. Our presiding bishop I opened up with those scriptures. Hallelujah. And I thank God for what it means to us as a body of Christ as the church of God in Christ. Body of Christ around the world, we've got to come in, amen, women, boys, and girls, amen, and lift up the name of Jesus. Yes, we do. We must lift up the name of jesus he's worthy to be praised and adored let's lift up hand holy hands with one accord blessed be the name of the lord amen we thank god we thank god we thank god for kissing me k-i-s-i-m-e kissing com. amen the website where you'll find amen our kinergy coffee praise god you'll find the cappuccino mix of the kinergy coffee hallelujah our cappuccino, amen, where it has cream and sugar added in, but really most common, amen, it has the eltoni and the cordyceps and the caffeine. We're excited, amen, about those who are purchasing, amen, we're excited about the Next Dimension University, the Next Dimension University under Chancellor Dr. Joel McLeod, amen, the chancellor of that, over thirty. 30- plus years amen and about five books as the leader of that educational institution academics extraordinaire as it relates to the body of christ the excellency of ministry amen the word in motion hallelujah has graduated more than two thousand uh 2000 alumnus, amen, from the Next Dimension University. And God is good. I will bless the Lord at all times because he's good. And so even as Kissimmee has provided under the leadership of Mr. Cantane, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful formula that was over $3 million was spent, praise God, and now we are in the place where we're getting ready to step up our game, amen, total broadcasting network, living health quality, amen, I'm excited about the word of God being proclaimed here, and having a venue, praise God, where the gospel is yet going out, we're talking about the total quality of the life of men, women, boys, and girls. So we're excited, praise God, about Kim- Kennedy Coffee, amen, uh, the cappuccino mix and the double espresso, and Cordy X within itself, Cordy X within itself. Cordy X is a tablet capsule, praise God, with the same ingredients, the I, the Cordy X, and the minimum daily requirement of caffeine, amen. Necessary that will give you a lift. Praise God. What does it do? Well, what it does, it 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 connects with our five, our five major organs. Praise God. And it helps with our concentration, our focus. It gives energy. It speaks to the libido of uh, of us as men, amen. It does a host of things. And this is not medical information. I'm not a medical doctor, praise God. But we do have testimonies on the website of individuals who had an opportunity to experience, amen, the wonderful effects of what happens after three days of taking Cordy X or being on the regiment of the Kinergy coffee. And by the way, coffee in itself, Without the eltonide, the cordyceps, and the caffeine, it, has, it, it enhances the quality of life. But praise God, would you just drink coffee that enhance the quality of life? Or will you drink Kinergy coffee from Mr. Cantane, from Kissimmee, that also adds quality, energy, amen, to you as an individual? We're excited today. Amen. We're excited today. Praise God. Thank you, Greater Harvest, for all your support. Thank you, Body of Christ, for all your support. Thank you for the United African-American Ministerial Action Council for all of its support. Thank you, County of San Diego. Thank you, County of Los Angeles. Thank you, Southern California. Thank you, world. That's right. Thank you, world, because this broadcast, amen, touches if we have our program set up, praise God, we reach out to 162 different countries, amen, with a lot, a lot, a lot of people, viewers looking in. So we're excited, amen, about that. We're excited too. We know what's happening in the world. The world is, I say it like this, for the world is hungry for the living bread, for an answer, Jesus gave the key. He said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Lift him up, lift him up, until he speaks from eternity. He said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me hallelujah and that's what we desire to do to lift the savior up in the total well-being of man mentally emotionally and physically you know saints of the most high god we have been in this pandemic we're coming out praise god but we're going to feel the effects of the pandemic amen along afterwards so praise god i'm thankful for the men's department of the church of god in christ led by greg mcnair superintendent gregory mcnair and i do believe on the 24th of this month there is something praise god that's coming your way and i'm also excited about the covenant the covenant the covenant men's group of uh long beach praise god coming your way with a wonderful, 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 wonderful opportunity to visit and what has happened while we were in quarantine under, a man, this canopy of coronavirus. I want to uh, pray for those, amen, who are experiencing trauma. Trauma is yet being experienced all over our nation. Praise God. We have a, a black soldier, amen, in Virginia Beach, Hallelujah, who was threatened. Amen. And that law enforcement personnel, that officer, praise God, he has been fired. But what we have to look at is make sure that you're not fired from one state and go three states over and be hired again. You know, Saints of the Most High God, we are responsible. I'm not trying to be dogmatic and push everybody away and throw them, never to. But every profession is not for everybody. You've gotta be cut from a special cloth. You've gotta have a a predestination on your life. Those whom God has called, he has predestined to become. God has predestined us to become what he's originally designed in our spiritual DNA for us to become. And we've got to understand that when we walk and we come near to and begin to tap into the trueness and essence of who we are amen, like the series I've been ministering, ye shall know the truth, hallelujah, John 8, 32, we should know the truth, and the truth should make us free, not set us free, we're not going to the oppressor, asking the oppressor to set us free, whether our skins are black, whether our skins are brown, whether our skins are different shades and hues of whatever, amen, we do not go to the oppressor to ask the oppressor, amen, to make us free, praise God, Hallelujah. Oppressor doesn't have that. Jesus Christ, when he took on, hallelujah, the flesh, and then when he took on the sins of the world, praise God. We, amen, he has, he prayed for everything totally in full. And now we are free. And whom Jesus Christ set free are free indeed. We will not, we should not compromise our freedom. But yet we have to tell and talk about the newness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we have to understand as people, when we look back on over our history, we as people have been on the forefront of, of education, on the forefront of knowledge. Praise God. We have uh, people traveled, amen, from, from China. People traveled from different parts of the world to go to northern africa which was the epot the epot the the place of, of education amen the 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 place of of knowledge praise god and i'm thankful that we are bringing up the information that's relative to time and space i'm thankful that like all the other organi- all the other nationalities amen and just 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 partake. Don't know where we're going today, but we go we go buckle up. we going for a ride. Just understand that most of the different nationalities, they came. They they came to the shores of the United States of America. We were brought here. We were forced to, to come here. And then being forced to come here, they began to try and strip us no no they stripped us of our dignity stripped us of our honor as men and women but i thank god i thank god but yet when you look over the horizon and look over the things that god has done amen through us as a people you'll see that we are right there neck and neck amen with 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 the things that were created to make life comfortable for the day Uh, on another day we would go through those topics but i'm excited today amen just to share some things with you amen that are related to living health quality and a quality life well we're praying for those in minneapolis praise god where there was a it's been constantly repeated uh, accidental shooting but i just want you to know amen that justice Freedom and equality, all those things come from God. And when we realize that they come from God and that they are a gift from God to us, and if we want to experience it, we need to tap into a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because everything that Jesus did, praise God, he came to those who were less fortunate than he. He extended his hand to the Samaritan woman. He literally had to send the disciples, praise God, on in the town to do some business because they would not have been able to accept the fact the way Jesus went. Instead of going around, Jesus went through Samaria and met the woman at the well. And we know that after the encounter, hallelujah, after the woman encountered Jesus Christ at the well, she went and testified. And saints of the most high God, after we have that encounter with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have to go and testify. We have to be a testimony in this dark and cruel world, even under the guise and under the canopy, under the canopy of coronavirus, we must yet, amen, rise up out of the ashes of despair, amen, when we have been left for dead many times, and we have been shot time and time again, and the alpha male who can articulate a sentence and complete a thought praise God. It is a deadly place to be. We wake up every day, amen, walking through the jungles, amen, of the United States of America. Yes, the jungles of the United States of America, praise God. Uh, I'm not being derogatory as it relates, but it is as a jungle. When you walk through the jungle, anything may come out at any time. Men, women, boys, and girls, I want to put you on notice, and this is not fear factor. Amen. This is not fear factor. When you understand and you have knowledge, praise God, we perish for lack of knowledge. But when we understand it, once we leave our our homes and we don't necessarily have to leave our homes, but we we've been we've been we have seen and witnessed that even in our homes. Hallelujah. Sleeping at night, our doors could be kicked in because there's a no-knock warrant that's been issued because information has been received. This information has been vetted. This information may or may not have been vetted, but praise God, a no-knock warrant, meaning that they come and they knock the door in and you have people coming in. And I tell you, saying to the most high God, it is a, a challenge. We have a lot, a lot, a lot, to deal with. And you can turn that ringer off. Forgive me. I didn't turn it off before I got on air, but we have a lot to deal with and it's real. And we, we should address it head on. Praise God. We address it head on and we address it from the standpoint of being the beloved people because we are the beloved. We love God and we love everybody. It does not matter what choices or what people do because the Bible said that, uh, let the wheat, Jesus, let the wheat and the tear grow together. I do the separating when I come. I am not the separator. Praise God. God called me through love and kindness, through love and kindness. God drew me, praise God. And it's up to me to extend and show love and kindness to all of God's people. And that's where we stand from today. Praise God. The, the, the laws and legislation that comes out of our cities, that comes out of White House, that comes out of our three tiers of government. They really, really affect us. And for us to be the change that we've been looking for, because we're looking for change, but you are the change. You make the decision that you need to make so that changes can be mm, prompt and motivated through your life. On our shows, we've had We've had um, Attorney Dana with us. We've had uh, Pastor Elliot with us. Uh, attorney Dana being uh, Vietnamese and Filipino and some other, uh, and I don't mean it derogatorily. She shared with me, Amen, her the origin and where she is, and being an attorney and being a a help a help out here. Praise God. Had the wonderful opportunity of accompanying her. Praise God. Uh, helping in the community. Hallelujah. Helping to bridge the gap between government and community bridging the gap. Amen. Some of us represent a bridge of truth. Praise God, because of who you are, because of where you work, because of your time in, because of having a personal relationship with our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, you become an advocate for others. I'm an advocate for a lot. You are an advocate of, for a lot of people. Don't be self-serving. Don't be self-centered. Amen. Don't be focusing on I, my and me, but see what you can do with the keys that God had given you to advance the kingdom of God. God has blessed us with keys to the kingdom. These are all things that we're leading up and we're going someplace. I don't want to rush through today, but I want to talk about amen. slip some nuggets in there. Praise God. uh, Concerning the black folk plan for America, the black folk plan for America. I just want to give you some, some history. It's out on Facebook. Praise God. The friends of the African union. Yes, we are moving Amen. in a way where we place ourselves in the midst of democracy. Praise God. Yes. Jesus in the midst of democracy. Yes. Jesus, like as was with the Sanhedrin, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribe. Praise God. The Pharisees, the Sanhedrin. Hallelujah. The Jesus immersed himself in the midst. Praise God. And being in the midst, amen, there's some things that Jesus was able to do. Praise God. They were very jealous. Amen. At one point, they were very jealous so when we look at just want to give you some background history hallelujah in 1971 uh, sullivan was elected to the board of directors for general motors corporation and at this time the general motors corporation was the largest employer in south africa and sullivan used his position his position within this corporation to oppose discrimination to oppose discrimination. To this end, in 1977, Sullivan created the Sullivan Principles. The Sullivan Principles. It was a code of conduct for corporations operating out of South Africa. The Sullivan Principles were designed to protect human rights and promote the equal opportunity for workers in South Africa. This code of ethics was widely acknowledged, amen, for challenging racial discrimination in South Africa and helping dismantle the aporti, hallelujah. In 1977, Sullivan extended the Sullivan principles and with the help from the United Nations Secretary, General Coffey, Aming general coffee Aming launching the global sullivan principles campaign and the global sullivan principle campaign hallelujah spoke to the african descendants born in america that came through the middle passage hallelujah yes yes this 55 million displaced Africans of the transatlantic slave trade. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God. We thank God. And we thank God for the World Conference Against Racism. We thank God for racial discrimination. We thank God for the uh, exomophobia and related intolerance, we thank God, that held in Durban in 2001, adopted the Durban Declaration and Program of Action. It specifically requested the Commission of Human Rights to consider establishing a working group, a working group or other mechanism of the United Nations to study the problems of racial discrimination faced by the people of African descent living in the African diaspora, the 55 million, amen, 55 million African descendants born in America coming through the Middle Passage. So, saints to the Most High God, information relative to time and space. And once all those killings and shootings that we've experienced, the list, the names are are long, shot, unarmed, armed, qualified immunity, law enforcement under qualified immunity. Uh, yes. So let's move forward. Chairman David Scott, Chairman David Scott presented on April 20th, 2021, a plan of action for black folk, Native American people with disabilities, women, and all, all cultures, all colors, covered by the Presidential Executive, office, the presidential executive Order 13985 with a focus on black farmers via the USDA-based hearing, March 22nd, 2021. The House Committee of Agriculture, Chairman Congressman David Scott, Amy Simmons, Staff Director, CEO Carlton Bridgeforth, address 1301, Longworth House Office Building, Washington, D.C., 20515. The Center of Civil Rights Enforcement, the Office of the Assistant Secretary of Civil Rights, U.S. Department of Agriculture, David King, is the Executive Director on Patriots Plaza, number 3355 East Street, Southwest 7th floor, Washington, D.C. Chairman, Congressman David Scott enclosed a statement from Bernice Atkinson, a black female Pickford 1B class member. Friends of the African Union is an economic, social, humanitarian, charitable education, and African-Dysporian civil society organization founded to improve the lives of the people of African diaspora and to support the work of the African Union, the 55-nation African equivalent to the European Union. In the years immediately following its information, the Friends of African Union participated in the United States government meeting with African Nations, African Union meeting and the Consolation consulates. Cons- Constellations and United Nations Forum and conferences. Yes. It recruited allies, included Native American, African tribunal groups, and individual members, built bureaus, state assemblies and local chapters, and lined up resources including 210 billion in federal reserve, bank-based community investment agreements based on the action yesterday and this was the action of president biden based on the action of president biden yesterday when he said that every person living or that every person leaving incarceration should have housing the opportunity at a decent job and health care We adopt on this first Friday of April in the year of our Lord 2021 and of the independence of the United States of America, the 245th year and the 153rd year since our ancestors from Africa being made citizens of the United States of America do announce that we will present on April 20th 2021, an updated proposal of action for Black folk, Native American, people with disabilities, women, and others covered by Presidential Executive Order 13985 with an in-depth framework around housing, health care, and the opportunity for a decent job. The good of COVID-19 is that black farmers from all over the United States of America and around the world can watch the first black chairman of the House Agricultural Committee examine the status of black farmers in the United States. We watched as the chairman greeted, created, newly appointed Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Waislack, In his first conversation of his second tenure at USDA, he made it clear that Pickford was an issue that he had wrestled with in his first term. Member families of our organization have experienced over a century of discrimination against black farmers by the USDA. That has been well documented. In later decades, effort by the United States Commission on Civil Rights, the Government Accountability Office, and even the USDA itself, described the discriminatory practices enabled by the laws dating back to the 19305. In fact, in 1997, a group of black farmers, including Mr. Timothy, Pickford, Mr. Bates, Bernice Atkinson, Rod Branchaw and Muhammad Robilia were part of a class action lawsuit against the USDA over the agency's discrimination against black farmers and farm loan programs and other benefit programs, as well as over the agency's failure to investigate race discrimination and complaints. And although the USDA settled this action, this class action lawsuit, and as a part of that settlement, who some black farmers received $50,000, most did not. As a matter of fact, many lost their farms because of the management of the case by the pro bono law team and representatives of the black farmers at that time. We loved it, we loved it, when you pointed out economic, economic of farming, such as when you said about many of the house colleagues who may think that $50,000 is a lot of money. But when a new tractor costs as much as half a million dollars, $50,000, is barely enough to buy even a reasonably good used tractor. Having read your op-ed, your op statement, which dies, it isn't enough to make improvements to the land. It may not even be enough to finance next year's purchases of seed. And in my frank opinion, $50,000 is not enough to make for a decade of discrimination and general, and general wealth and general loss from the losing of land and livelihood among black farmers. Further, adding insult to energy, black farmers were saddled with IRS tax bills from the Pickford Settlement leaving many of them worse off than before. So we agree that the then Pickford settlement were too little, too late, too much, amen, for black farmers who lost their farms. They lost their farms, they lost their livelihood due to longstanding systematic discrimination which we have seen time and time and time again. And this systematic discrimination, praise God, continue to be felt by black farmers today who are still disadvantaged in the USDA programs. With, With the president signing, amen, this festering wound on the soil or on the soul of the American agriculture must be healed. This somehow we see it. In 2020, the CARES Act set aside 349 billion for the relief of small businesses to be administered by the SBA in the form of PPP. The SBA commenced the PPP on April 3, 2020 and closed and closed the program on April 16, 2020 on the exhaustion of 349 billion appropriated by Congress round 1 Congress later approved an additional 320 billion for the PPP in HR 266, the Paycheck Protection Plan and Healthcare Enhancement Act round two. This brought the total funds available to the SBA and the PPP to $669 billion. The PPP program was due to expire at midnight on June 30th with, with funds remaining. But just hours, just hours, just hours before the expiration of the program, Congress authorized an extension through August 8th. This date passed without a second extension. We guess that the farm credit system just did $1 billion in loan to all of American family farms. We look forward to your investigation on why $147 billion in used PPP loan capacity was not used to help family farms in 2020. So on December 21st, Congress paused the consolidation. I'm sorry. They passed the consolidation appropriations act 2020, the CCA, which was signed into law by president Trump, December 27th. Amongst other checks, the 900 billion CAA package included 284 billion. Once again, for the PPP program. And in addition to the other program changes, made it possible for business to apply for a second PPP loan, up to a maximum amount of $2 million. The SBA reopened the PPP on Monday, January 11th, amen. 2021, with a two day period where access to the program would only be possible for the smallest businesses and those owned by minorities. We look forward to finding out through your committee, why did the USDA and the farm credit system did not reach out to the black farmers. On March 30th, President Biden signed a bill extending the application deadline from March 31st to May 31st. And we look forward to a hearing on this as of 328, 2021. The SBA has dispersed 734 billion of the 806 billion so far appropriated by Congress to this program as of round three 72 billion or 25 percent of round three ppp funding remain unavailable to the program in our work in our work we have taken up your call for a new conversation between black farmers and the usda we watched the hearing as an opportunity for us to hear secretary Vasak began that conversation he did not and examine the secretary's ideas and reforms that i understood were being contemplated at usda we looked in gratitude at this pushback of the member question as to the suitability of payments to black farmers this hearing This hearing was a very public way to address the deep mistrust that many farmers of color feel towards the USDA and to make sure that in an increasingly competitive agriculture economy, no talent or ability is ignored or left behind. We can no longer We can no longer afford that approach as the world watches what we say and then do. Again, we heard that in 1920, black farm operators were 14% of all U.S. farmers. Today, black farmers make up less than 2% of all farmers in the United States. Lack of equal access to federal farm loans. Federal farm program is a large reason that black farmers lost 90% of their land. They're still taking our land. We applaud you for telling how in 1937 that Congress required that locally elected county committees certify the eligibility of farmers for the farm loan program. When a farmer applied for a farm loan program, the county committees received sensitive information about the about the applicant. This left credit worthiness up to the elected county committee, many of whom were landlords. You so told the truth that there was a built-in bias against black farmers for decades, and subsequent laws and their regulations were built on that same foundation of inequality. Today, we concentrate on farmers with a focus on black farmers through our partnership in this work with the African Despora Directorate. We do this through a proposed public-private partnership with the federal government, starting this day with the United States Department of Agriculture on the bias of our submission. See the enclosed to Monroe Range, U.S. Department of Agriculture Deputy Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights via the Center for Civil Rights Enforcement Office of the Assistant Secretary for Civil Rights and to the House Agriculture Committee in reference to a House Agricultural Committee virtual hearing via Cisco WebEx of the full committee entitlement, a hearing to review the state of black farmers in the United States, Thursday, March 25th, 2021, 12 p.m., Washington, D.C., when the committee chairman, the first person of African descent to be such, kept the record open for 10 days. The Friends of African Union SmartWise Community Reinvestment Coalition of Titman County believes that we, the residents and allies, must work together to make a a change. And I want you to know Los Angeles County, the Friends of African Community, the Friends of African Union, SmartWise, Community Reinvestment Coalition of LA County believes that we, the residents and allies, must work together to make a change in this regard. The Friends of African Union, SmartWise, Community Reinvestment Coalition of Los Angeles County encourages an increase in economic stability in a given community through the creations of businesses where owners have an understanding of the financial marketplace and these for-profit community-sponsored businesses are in part owned by a non-profit enterprise that would invest in the people, in the families, and communities of the Los Angeles County. Our physical fiduciary is the brotherhood and sisterhood, international blacks and white united communities. And we have members that are black and brown just like us. So the Vietnamese, the Indonesian, the all nationalities, all, we're coming together, praise God, on behalf of the African diaspora directorate under the leadership of our executive and managing director, Mr. Herschel Daniels Jr., amen. Brotherhood and sisterhood, thank you, Jesus. The international blacks and whites uniting committees on the behalf, amen. Of the honorable Kofi Apong chairman, have the honor of the president, you, amen. The background of an organization that does business in the African diaspora The Brotherhood and Sisterhood International Blacks and White Uniting Committees is a 31 year old American nonprofit organization with a 5013C ruling in 1989. It will become registered in Alabama as a foreign corporation and is in good standing with the state. So in order to form a more perfect union between the people of the African Union and the United States of America, established justice and the rule of law equality applied to all people. Amen. Ensure global, amen, tranquility. Provide for the common defense of the people of the African diaspora. Promote the general welfare for people of the African diaspora and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves, our prosperity. We did. Amen. Ordain is the African Civil Society organization ran by citizens of the African Union and those of the African diaspora living in the United States of America on June 19th. Hallelujah. 1919 joined with friends of the African Union in the creation of its concept of the African diaspora directorate. Hallelujah. By estimate, the number three million worldwide with 55 million in the United States of America. So you see, amen, the connection. Praise God. With the African descendants born in America, from those who from the middle passage, hallelujah, fifty-five million displaced Africans of the transatlantic slaves. So here we end up. The black folk plan work is a paradigm shift in the status of Americans of African heritage after four hundred years of Africans in thirteen of the british colonies of north america which would unite successfully in 1789 to become the most powerful nation in the world in 2020 the united states of america usa the submission details hallelujah how the african despora directorate, and its grassroots member organizations as partners and allies can create opportunities for people of African descent in the USA in farming and can build wealth and conquer the inter, the intergenerational economic disenfranchisement because of racism. We work with community leaders, policymakers, institution and corporations of to champion hallelujah fairness and end discrimination in all races in all places. It is the mission of the African Diaspora Directorate to promote access to basic banking services, affordable housing, entrepreneurship, job creation, and vibrant communities for the people, for the people of African descent in the global african diaspora in the united states of america through a memorandum of understanding amen local operations are through friends of the african union smart wise community reinvestment coalitions the african diaspora directorate will join and or create coalitions that will provide an agenda setting amen an agenda setting research training insight, and advocacy on the behalf, hallelujah, of members, provide counseling to home buyers and owners and business building expertise to the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs train and support housing counselors nationwide, test, monitor, and challenge discrimination in financial services and housing and convene and facilitate dialogue between financial institutions and community networks directed to the advancement of people of African heritage to increase lending, to increase investments and philanthropy in neighborhoods that needed because of the institutional racism. The African diaspora directorate work for the people of African descent and the global African diaspora in the United States of America and in unity with them is committed to defending the self-evident, true, boldly declared by the founding fathers of the United States of America that all people are created equal, and we recognize that although we may be created equal, we know as a historical fact that the Americans of African heritage have faced a flawed citizenship since it was generated in 1868 with the institutionalization and systematic racism by the government and the private sector. This especially holds true in agriculture, the whole reason for African slavery in America. The African diaspora directorate is committed to addressing any legacy, institutionalized, and systematic racism against people of African heritage in the United States and around the world. The African diaspora directorate support of human rights is based on the inalienable rights of the United States of America's constitution alone, along with the universal declaration of human rights and use of the United Nations universal periodic review as our tool of identifying problems and tool which as the Daniels, amen, ideology of the implementation of the national solutions while, while help me Holy Ghost, while coalitions to do so at a local, regional, and state level. We include in our purpose of the African Diaspora Directorate, we shall be, which shall be to teach socially responsible investments in capitalism and expand access to capitalization, technical support, procurement opportunities, effective networking, and sharing of information for people of African descent in the global African diaspora-owned business through creating alliances with other businesses and other policies make and and policy makers and the origin and the forming and norming in our government system the main vehicle of disseminating information and actions concerning these purposes is through the black folk plan and a national plan of action or made local such as in joint ventures with bureaus or chapters of Friends of African Union located throughout the United States and of the sons and daughters of Africa, along with the chapters of the Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League, the African American Agriculturalist Association and or the Commonwealth of the African Despora Cooperative via mass marketing and social media. The universal periodic review is a process through which all UN member states are provided the opportunity to review the human rights records of all other member states, the NGOs. Academics, they view the academics, the civil society and the general public are welcome to submit information for the U.S. UPR, UN, UPR. We did so in 2019 in the third cycle of this process. So on January 27, 2020, we asked the U.S. State Department a meeting called by them to review human rights in the United States of America, to create a public-private partnership to do that using quantitative erasing and then 150 billion in in established bank-based community benefit agreements. The State Department agreed to review the proposal For human rights in the USA, by the then, by then, the 11th of 2020, the review by the UN. That review happened. That review happened because COVID-19 on November 9th, 2020. On that day, we submitted the following: a public-private partnership, unsolicited proposal that is an African diaspora directorate anti-racism solution called the black plan to the US department, to the US department of state unsolicited, unsolicited proposal, amen, unsolicited proposal, coordinator, office of acquisition, management, business operation division, post office, 9115 Arlington Virginia zip code 22219 and an email also was sent from the officers name address and type of the organization hallelujah and this is the organization carol kennedy executive director the brotherhood and sisterhood international Blacks and Whites United Communities, Incorporated, 5013C. The BSI, operating as the American Diaspora Directorate, is a 5013C tax exempt corporation with partners. Amen. Purpose the United States of America government enter and public private partnership. Amen. P3 solution with us for a $6 trillion U. United-USD debit purchasing program, the Daniels' IDIQ for the fundamental justice, cruelty, brutality, and inhumanity of African slavery in the United States of America between 1789 and 1865. And, amen, the progenitor, 13 British colonies, that became United States of America between 1619 and 1789. That will address the damage incurred by past and current federal government racism against African in the United States of America from 1862 to 1868 and the African American from 1868 to 2020. It will be, a P3-based stimulus to the American economy. It, number one, it, Judas, the answers, amen, and interagency response set forth by the United States Department to the United Nations, Universal, a periodic review of the United States of America, that said civil rights ethnic and racial discrimination is the number one human rights problem in the united states of america number three it draws on already established government authority number four it helps other americans by the creation of jobs and opportunities thereby supporting the advancement of the american people as a whole and number 5 implements changes that reverse long standing effects and conditions caused by the systematic de jure de facto racial and economic discrimination on the descendants of americans of african heritage as documented in depth We begin to see it. We begin to understand it. The names. So in accordance with federal regulations, 15.605, unsolicited proposals should contain the following information to permit consideration in the objective and timely manner. A, Basis from including, number one, offers, offers name, address, and type of organization. Names, telephone numbers of technical and business personnel. Three, identification of proprietary data to be used. Four, names of federal, state, or local agencies. And there's five, the date of submission. Six, signature of the person. Um, B. The technical information, including concise title and abstract, a proclamy two approximately two hundred words or less, a reasonably complete discussion stating the objectives. Hallelujah. Three. Names and biographical information on the officers and key personnel. Four. A type of support needed for the from the agency. Uh, uh, for uh, c one supporting information including proposed price of the total estimated cost. Hallelujah. Period of the time for which the proposal is valid. Number, type of contract preferred. Proposed duration of the effort. Brief de- description of the organization. Uh, other statements is applicable. These things are all a part of it. Now, we will do. We will do so, and that was April 20th, 2021, with our Black Folk Plan for America. Then we ended our 2020 UN work at Working Group of Experts of People of African Descent, public 27th session entitled, The Urgency of Now, Systematic Racism and the Lessons of 2020, Hell, from 30 November to three December in anticipation of this recurring crisis in rural America with black farmers and our submission of December 3rd, 2020. This systematic, this this thematic session built on the uh, report COVID-19 systematic racism and global protests set the scene For the two midterm review of the International Decade for People of African Descent, the 20th anniversary of the DDPA. It included discussions on the key themes and priorities for the protection of human rights of people of African descent, positive developments, good practices, and how to address systematic racism based on international human rights. The working group encourages the United States to invest financially through the setting up of a fund for people of African descent, and also investing in the areas of education and awareness, rising on DDPA, the POA, and on the legacy of people of African descent. We started down this path of work in 2013, based on the words of President Mandela on May, 1994, at his inauguration as president of the Democratic Republic of South Africa, in which he said in his own one is born to hate text. No one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or is religion. People must learn. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For this, love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. So in the talk in the Atlantic magazine about his recently released book, when Barack Obama said a statement in which I agree, America is an experiment. America is an experiment is genuinely important to the world, not because of the accidents of history that made us the most powerful nation on earth, but because America is the first real experiment in building a large multi-ethnic, multi-ethnic, multicultural democracy, and we don't know yet. We don't know yet if that can hold. There haven't been enough of them around for long enough to say for certain that it's going to work. We believe that for the American experiment to hold, now is the time, now is the time to address the historical, fundamental injustice, cruelty, brutality, inhumanity of African slavery in the United States of America between 1789, between 1865, and the 13 colonies that become the united states between 1619 and 1789 with a work that will address the damage incurred by the past public and private sector racism against african in the united states of america from 1789 to 1868 and citizens of the of the african heritage in American poor time from 1868 through 1965 and the institutionalization and systematic racism in the public and private sectors from 1965 to 2019. Our solution is called the Black Folk Plan for America. In that plan, the other actions such as those the Department of Agriculture we address the wrong done to Americans of African descent since our ancestors and citizenship granted to them in 1868. It's been a long morning and a long day, but this information had to be shared today. And because this is living health quality, the total well being of man, when you look at the three basic necessities. That a man and a woman, human beings, we need justice, freedom, and equality. We must stand for these three things. Justice, freedom, and equality. And here is living health quality. God bless you. Thank you. And we look into God as the author and the finisher of our faith, that he would continue to encourage, unite, and bring us all together. Jews and Gentiles alike, red men and black men, white men and brown men, yellow men and all, we must come together and understand that we have one blood and we live in this nation, one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. There will be justice, there will be freedom, and it will be equality, not only for the kids at the border, but all kids, black kids, brown kids, all kids. We're here for it, and we represent a change. We're coming out of COVID-19, we're coming out wiser, we're coming out stronger, we're coming out better. We thank God for you on today, and we thank God for the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord. God bless you. This is still a day of signs, wonders, and miracles. Thank you, Mr. Cantane, for your generous heart to allow us to come and be able to share and visit the website. We have Kennedy Coffee, we have Cordy X, and so, so, so many other products that are there. And they will contribute to your total health. God bless you and have a wonderful day.